Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Retronauts Micro. I am your host, Bob Mackey, and in case you're not aware of this format or if you're new to the show, these episodes, these micro episodes are shorter because we're doing them on the off weeks because our great Patreon people paid for extra episodes. And today's topic is going to be what is your personal favorite year for gaming? And I know I'm usually alone on these podcasts just talking to myself, but this time I have some of our friends from the Christmas episode who thankfully made it uh, alive, uh, <laughs> made it out alive, uh, although Dave's foot isn't looking too good. Yeah. Um, so who is here today? I'm Ray Barnholt. I can't believe you made us go to another cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I have several. <laughs> I'm, I, I work in the games journalism industry. You know how rich I am? Henry. Uh, I'm Henry <laughs> Gilbert, uh, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, still going strong. And I'm Dave Rudnan. I'm really angry that I can't play DDR anymore. Oh, man. Well, this gangrene foot. I didn't know you were training. <laughs> I did. You should have told me you were in training. Yeah. God, because it's such a popular game still, right? Um, so, yeah. like So, I, I gathered all of you here today to talk about what your favorite year for gaming was. And I did want to make put out the stipulation, like, not what the best year for gaming was, like, objectively speaking in terms of importance. But, like... What year really spoke to you? And uh, I'm going to go first since it's my show and I'm hosting. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so my favorite year is the year 2000, believe it or not, which Mm. most people don't think is an old year, but it secretly is. And uh, the reason I chose it is because of, like, just personal circumstances. I graduated high school in 2000. I took a semester off. I didn't go back to school. So this entire period was just me working a part-time job, living at home, and just playing billions of video games and having no friends. So uh, in in some ways it was a little dark, but in other ways, like, like, I had never played more video games than I did in this moment. And this was such a strange time for games because the PlayStation was dying. The Dreamcast was in its best year. Uh, the Game Boy Color was surprisingly great. Uh, my Super Nintendo was just a few feet away, still hooked up to the TV. Like, I had access to all these different ways to play games, and games were changing in a crazy way. And uh, so many games I love came out in this year. We have things like Majora's Mask, uh, The Sims, Chrono Cross, Vagrant Story, Jet Set Radio, Final Fantasy IX, um, and Pokemon Silver and Gold, the last one I really cared about. So this year, uh, 2000, was just so perfect for me because, like, I had no responsibilities. I was still allowed to be a man-child with, <laughs> without having to go to college, working at a grocery store, and just just spending money and having fun and playing games. And it was a magical time because, like I said, no responsibility and nothing but just, like, you could play a 2D Game Boy Color game. You could play an open-world game. You can play The Sims. Like, everything was changing. Some ways they were changing for the worse, but... I don't know, 2000 was my favorite year personally. Let me know if that's blasphemous to you. But who else wants to jump in? Like, what are, are your favorite years? How about Henry? Let's, let's well, hear from Henry. That's so funny you say that because mine actually is similar. Like, I graduated I graduated from high school in 2001. And that is, that is my favorite year of gaming because mm-hmm. that is when I really dove into what gaming – could be and really like uh, it, it stopped being a side thing for me. Ninety five is my backup because that has Yoshi's Island and Chrono Trigger in it, mm. which are both and Earthbound and Earthbound. Oh. Uh, the, but those are all like, and that was the first year I played Final Fantasy three with, and I mean six. Duh. But anyway, <laughs> that it was when I discovered how much I love RPGs. But so two thousand one, I had my own job, so it was the first year I bought my own consoles right when they came out. Like, it wasn't an ask for birthday gift or Christmas gift thing. So I got the Game Boy Advance day it came out. got a GameCube day it came out. And then by the end of the year, I had saved up enough money. I was like, all my friends are playing this thing called Halo. They say it's as good as, as Perfect Dark. I guess I'll buy it. And it was a big deal for me at that point. And then also... 
yeah, that had that had Smash Brothers Melee in it, which was the most I ever played Smash Brothers at that point. Same with uh, that's when I got the Dragon Quest Three remake for Game Boy Color. It came out yeah, that, that year. That's a really good one. That's when I just dove straight into that, and that was when like handhelds became my main RPG system at that point. And that's also when Advance Wars came out. Two days after, no, on September 11th, it came out on September <laughs> right. 11th. Unfortunate. But, but I, like, Advance Wars is one of my all-time favorite series. I played the original one into the ground. I loved it so much. And so, yeah, I think just all those things mixed together. That's why two, 2001 is, like, this watershed year of gaming for me. And so many of my favorites I played that year or replayed. And that's when I also started revisiting more old stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, for me, that was, I think that was the first year I bought all the consoles except for Xbox. But it was the first time I actually bought a console, not just asked for it or expected, like, chores to pay for it. You know, I had a job and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave, how about you? Favorite year uh, for gaming? So this is hardly nostalgic, but I'm going to say 2007. Ooh, okay. Um, oh, okay. This had, is destroying Retronauts. Yeah. Uh, well, eight years. It's, it's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, I, had, I had moved out to San Francisco at the end of 2006, but I finally got my own place at the beginning of 2007, uh, and, and I had it in my mind that I'm like, I'm not going to uh, have internet at my house for a few months. Like, I was just like, let me see if I can make do with, like, going to the cor- like going to the coffee shop for whatever <laughs> work I need to do, and then I, you know, like, I have a huge backlog of DVDs and games, so I was like, I don't watch a movie every night, I'll play, you know, games any other free time I have. So, like, I made, like, it's the only time I really feel like I made big progress with my backlog. So, like, I got to play, like, the 2006 games I hadn't been able to finish, like uh, Gears of War and Dead Rising. But then 2007 itself also had a lot of great games, like Portal. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I have a... Was Mass Effect 2007? It was. I didn't finish it then, uh, okay. though. But, yeah, so Portal, uh, Bioshock, Metroid Prime 3, like, played the heck out of those. And it was also – that was – since I had just moved there, I started to make friends at my uh, job at GamePro. And the the game that really brought us together was Mario Strikers Charge. Oh, wow. That's unexpected. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting to hear, like, a Guitar Hero or Rock Band or oh, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was that and like – like we, I have great memories of that. Like just staying after work and like having drinks, like in our empty office while we like sing terribly and play <laughs> music, play plastic instruments terribly. Uh, so like yeah, just like the bonding experience of those games and the sheer fact that I was like able to play all these games that I usually didn't have time for. Did you find it wasn't just the lack of internet, but maybe the lack of distractions? Like you, there were no iPhones yet, or the iPhone was just yeah. on the brink of uh, destroying our lives. I mean, that's why I was like. <laughs> When I moved in, I'm like, I'm not gonna let, like, I'm not gonna have internet because I'll just be on it all night and and ignore like the way better entertainment options I have. So mm. that's why I didn't have it for a couple months, and then I realized like I need this for my job. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, just having all that free time and like finally, this was like the first time I lived alone. So it was like, what am I gonna do with my time? Well, I'm just gonna spend hours on end playing games, which is a little bit sad, but also like, yeah, some of my favorite games I got to play during that era. That's who we are, though. Yeah, I don't think it's sad. Ray, how about you? What was your favorite year, your ideal year for games? Well, personally? I have one and a half, and uh, <laughs> I knew this was going to happen once you and Henry started talking. Oh, but, no. Uh, mine is 1999. Ooh, I almost went for 99. Yes. Almost. Um, <clears throat> not just because the Dreamcast, but I also imported a Dreamcast in like May of 90, that year. So several months before the American one came out. Oh. And it was like my first real big Japanese import thing. Ever. So I got like Sonic Adventure and Sega Rally 2 with it, and then later uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3 and Marvel vs. Capcom. That was really good. Uh, but then, you know, there's also 
uh, introduction to really good games like uh, Suikoden 2. Oh, uh, Mr. Driller, I believe, mm. came out in the home systems then. Ooh. And in Japan, there's also the uh, uh, Rockman games for PS1, the individualized re-releases. Oh, All right, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I got those, and I collected those, and I sort of tried to uh, mount them on the wall for a brief period. Didn't really work <laughs> out. Uh, but <laughs> that was that. And then... Um, uh, oh, yeah, and Final Fantasy VIII I played for a little bit. Uh, I was too caught up in Dreamcast by then to really have bought it, so that took a couple of years for me to dive into that, but that was also a really good one. And even, like, Pokemon Yellow I was sort of into just because it had – it was like – Surfing Pikachu? Well, that and it was more faithful to the anime. That's true. They redesigned uh, Brock and I think Team Rocket and stuff, right? right? Yeah. Uh, so there are some highlights from that. And then I would – also the, my half uh, answer would be 2002, which is uh, – also, when I bought a console for myself, that was the Xbox, Ooh. and I got it with that Sega pack that had Jet Set Radio Ooh, and oh, right, Sega yeah. GT with it. And I bought that with like freelance money, basically. Not that I was, you know, not that even 2002 was a great year for like game journalism freelance, but like mm. with the checks I would gotten from like reposting news at gamers.com, I managed to get an <laughs> Xbox. Uh, but also, I did also get uh, an imported PS2 so I could play uh, my summer vacation too. Oh, that's that where it was, started. N- no. Oh, started <laughs> before that? Yeah, I got the first game. Okay, got it. <laughs> But that was big because, you know, that was the sequel to my favorite game. And holy shit, I need to find a way to get it. I did not get it when it first came out. Unfortunately, I had to wait till like October to actually afford this damn system. Uh, but that was also the day I got that. I was staying up all night uh, watching the uh, outcome of the uh, Beltway Sniper. Oh, right. <laughs> Craziness. Oh, wow. oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Back when uh, that was the most dangerous thing that could happen, I guess. Yes. And then, uh, you know, well, uh, staying up all night watching the 24-hour coverage of that, you also find out, oh, he and his uh, son were in my hometown for a while. So that was great. <laughs> so I'm sitting there so Jesus, <laughs> for 24 yeah. hours like, okay. I, I guess well, mine... I might as well stay up and wait for the PS2 to come. <laughs> I guess mine has a dark note to it, too, where it was like, it's the year 2000. I'm an adult. The world's going to be great. The future is going to be sparkling clean. Uh, Nothing bad could ever happen to America. And then now we're in endless war and there's yeah. a depression and bad things. But one good note was uh, December of 2000, I think, is when I got my Dreamcast much later. And I, I, I think I was bidding on one on eBay or something. And someone contacted me and he was like, hey, um, uh, I talked to my pastor and he told me that I need to start being more generous and more helpful and giving. So you should go to this website and buy it instead. It's much cheaper. And it, it wasn't like the guy was working for the website. He was just like contacting people. People on eBay who were bidding too high on things and like showing wow. them where to buy things for cheaper. So I think I had a Dreamcast for like $129 thanks to him. So thank you, whoever you were. Uh, that was really nice of you. Boy, that in December <laughs> 2000, like the sword of Damocles was just about to drop yeah. on that system at that point. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you, oh, man. you were buying and thinking of all the things you were going to play on it. There were like three months left, right? I think mm-hmm. at that I think point. They, I mean, they announced the death in January, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, the future was not as bright as I thought it would be, but at least I saved money on a Dreamcast, right? True. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, uh, for bringing you down. But this has been Retronauts Micro. This is a brief episode, so we'll just do some brief plugs. I'm Bob Servo on Twitter. You know where to find us. Go everywhere on the web- on uh, the internet. Look at Retronauts stuff, uh, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Read our blog post on US Gamer. Read my stuff on US Gamer. And also listen to Talking Simpsons, the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. Just find it wherever you listen to podcasts. It's great. Everybody else, jump in with your plugs. Follow me on Twitter, RDBAAA, and listen to my podcast, No More Whoppers, nomorewhoppers.tumblr.com. 
And you can find me on Twitter at H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G. And also, I write a bunch of things that appear on lasertimepodcast.com, as well as record tons of podcasts there, including my own uh, one that I host, Cape Crisis, about comic books every week. I also write a lot of things for lasertimepodcast.com and do a lot of podcasts, but I host the Cheap Podcast, which is a wrestling podcast, and I'm on Twitter at DayRudden, one word. That's it for us this week, and let us know what your favorite gaming year was wherever you're listening to this, either on the Retronauts blog or on the U.S. Gamer blog post for this episode. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.